I'm Amber. And I'm Leslie. And you're listening to The The Grim Grim Mystics. Mystics. Hi, Amber. Hello. So we're trying something new today, friends. There's no video, and we haven't been delayed for the, like, past 20 minutes that we've been shooting the shit. Amber, now that you just said that, you just jinxed us. (laughs) You better knock on some wood. Fake wood from Ikea. There you go. Oh, my dogs just started barking. (laughs) That was perfect. That was me, not the door. (laughs) No, that was perfect. My husband came to investigate. (laughs) (laughs) We have a neighbor who sometimes likes to come visit, so I'm sure I just confused him. (laughs) All right. Well, I might have jinxed us. I also set my dogs off, so now they need to calm down. They're running up and down the hallway. (laughs) Oh, poor things. That's why I didn't knock. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it's fake wood, so we'll see if I even counteracted the, the jinxing that I just did. The curse. Yeah. So, anything fun for you, Leslie? Um, the only fun thing is that I have been looking forward to this all freaking day. It's been a long month and today's the third. <laughs> um, and I'm just so excited. Yes, I agree. Um, everyone out there, PSA, remember to be nice to all of the workers you come in contact with because we've had, we've had some time. I work with the public and, and it's been rough. And like Leslie said, it's only the third. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I mean, Christmas is supposed to make everybody happy, but I feel like it kind of makes people not nice. Yeah. Well, and including this year, everyone's short staffed and all mm-hmm. that, so just like go out of your way, be nice to any worker you come in contact with, even like if there's something wrong, like I had to wait a little, I went to a drive through a couple days ago for a quick lunch. It wasn't a quick lunch. <laughs> I had to wait a little bit longer because they were short staffed. And this poor woman was telling me that she'd worked 50 hours that week and came in on her <gasps> day off because they were short staffed. Oh, oh my so goodness. I had to wait probably like 15 minutes for a like quick to go situation. And it's fine. You just, she was really appreciative that I didn't yell at her. Was literally her thank me. Is She was like, thank you for not yelling at me. So clearly she'd been yelled at a lot that day. That's and terrible. Yeah. So just be nice to everyone. It's Everyone's short-staffed. Like, <laughs> it's the holidays. <laughs> just be nice. <laughs> oh, crap. Did I jinx us? Now I can't hear Leslie. <laughs> no. Amber. Well, (laughs) (laughs) just jinxed us. (laughs) But luckily, we were only three minutes in. We weren't right in the middle, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It took a minute for my knocks to be heard for the car. (laughs) Moral of the story, be nice to everybody because everyone's having a hard time and it's the holidays. So like, be polite. Be polite. (laughs) If that's all that you take from this, that's, that's all right. Be polite. All right. Well, before we get kicked off again, Leslie, do you want to tell us where we're going on the map today? I do. It froze again. Okay. All right. (laughs) Take five. (laughs) We're back. Routers have been reset, and I am not saying anything about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I will just jinx us again if I say anything else. (laughs) Oh, man.
man. All right, Leslie, where are we going on the map? Do you need practice again? No, I, I mean, we said it like seven other times, but we'll say it just <laughs> one more time just to be sure. So today on the map, we are going to the cosmos for enlightenment. <laughs> you are correct. So this is not a true crime. And this is a very interesting thing that I'm kind of into, and it took me down a rabbit hole. Like, this is the first time that I didn't know where my research would take me, so. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, because usually I study a case, and I know murder is involved. <laughs> right. So and We know the ending. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but this one took me on a spin, so... Um, I'm going to cite real quick because I suck at remembering that. So I went to dictionary.com, exploringlifesmysteries.com, and starbornunlimited.com. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So my, my clue last time was make a wish. Leslie, any ideas? Did anything pop into your noggin? The only thing I could think of was like a cult, but you said it's not true crime. So no, I got nothing. Oh my gosh, well, I'm so excited to tell you about this because you're going to be so stoked. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, I'm so excited. Okay, so I looked into who started the 1111 Make-A-Wish tradition. Oh. Mm-hmm. So if anyone remembers back, I think we did this, what, in like high school, middle school, pretty much all through school. If you saw 1111 on the clock, you made a wish, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So... Not surprisingly, more than one person claims to have started this tradition. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> it's not a, surprised. Yeah, it's just something it, that started <laughs> and everyone <laughs> right. took off with it. But it got really weird during my research. What? <laughs> yeah, so we're going to go down the rabbit hole that I went down, and it might be just as chaotic as when I was looking it up. And my husband did know about this one ahead of time because I literally kept going, what? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what? And Craig was like, what? And so I had to tell him. And I probably kept him up for, like, 20 minutes talking about my research. And he was like, okay, but, like, it's a work night and we need to go to bed. <laughs> Amber, this anticipation is literally killing me. You have to just <laughs> tell me this stuff now. I I'm dying. Okay. Okay. So we kind of talked about what the 1111 make a wish is, but 1111 is actually something on its own. So what is it? It's the phenomenon, um, uh, which is considered a numero numero numerological. <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. Oh. Numerological. <laughs> and I there have to go. say that multiple times. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Belief that highlights the importance of the numbers one, 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 one in world events. Many people are familiar with the conception of making a wish when they spot n the numbers 1111 on a clock. This stems from the belief that 1111 on a clock is an ausp auspicious sign and the perfect example of the 1111 phenomenon. Depending on who you ask, the interpretation of the appearance of 1111 is varied. So that's probably how the make a wish started to happen, but it didn't start out as making a wish. Okay. There's a lot to unpack there. You can't see my face, so you have no idea that I'm just like... I know. We're oh going to have to really use our words to interrupt okay. each other. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot to unpack there. All right. I'm ready. Yeah. So, numer numerology believes that 1111 is super important, pretty much. 
So some believe that this um, it's a time that possesses magical power. And some <gasps> believe that it's a time that symbolizes the presence of a spirit. Yes. So person number one who claims to have started the 1111 is the the reason she felt so drawn to 1111 and its importance is because the symmetry of 1111 is appealing to numerologists. Um, this one in particular's name is Solara Antra Amara. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And I don't think that's her given name. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> she's from California. <laughs> oh, I mean, maybe, but yeah. <laughs> she was a blonde-haired white girl. <laughs> uh, okay. There you so, are. There we are. Yeah. So there was one video on YouTube, and I tried to watch it, but it was recorded in 2017. And this is the only thing I could find on this woman. It was recorded okay. in, 2000, in 2017 with some YouTuber that I've never heard of who did not have a lot of followers and still does not have a lot of followers. Mm. And she was at like a spiritual uh, resort that... Mm. Solara was also a part of. I don't know if she owned it or if she had some like sort of class or what, but they, I don't know if this drives you nuts and I know it's the correct pronunciation, but she goes, we're here in Ibiza. Oh no. (laughs) And I know that is how you say it, but as a white American, it's Ibiza. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So she says that. And they're sitting outside, and then you cannot hear anything they say because of the wind and the waves. Oh, no. And it, it, it was so difficult. And it was 40 minutes long, and I probably oh. made it, like, less than five before I just could not handle all the background noise. Yeah, no kidding. So if you're interested in Solara, <laughs> you just you have to Google her name, and that YouTube video pops up, and literally nothing else. How weird. Yes. So Solara is a Californian woman who founded a new age spiritual group called Starborn Unlimited in 1986. It has cult vibes. Already. Oh, you don't even know. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. By 1989, she and her followers <clears throat> were um, exploring the entire cosmetology or cosmology, sorry. <laughs> cosmetology. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> cosmology <laughs> that revolved around the number and the time 1111. So, like, their whole group's focus was 1111. That's a, okay. I just have to say it. I should have said it before. 1111 is super important to the both of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so I have all the feels for our listeners. Amber has 1111 tattooed on her back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something special with your dad and your mm-hmm. grandma. Mm-hmm. I, I was married on 1111. Yeah. I'm just like dying over here. I know. <laughs> well, and that's kind of why I looked into it. And I will talk more at the end, too, about like the special connections for us, too. Um, oh, oh, so I jumped the gun. No, Sorry. no, no. You're perfect. You're giving a good little a little nugget so that they stay till the mm, end. I know you all stay. Nugget. Yeah, but <laughs> now you got the nugget. We just need to put the barbecue sauce on it. <laughs> <laughs> so again, not a lot of info about her. <laughs> um, That's weird. So this is like, I feel like Nancy Drew. Like this is the first time I did, like I said, I did research without knowing the ending. <laughs> and yeah. it took me on a wild ride. So I found one website, and I had to look up the New Age Spiritual Group Starborn Unlimited. That is what I had to look up to find anything. I, I put her name in, and there was nothing other than that u- horrible YouTube video. 
That is so weird. Yeah. So I found a website and it was all in Swedish. Oh, sick. So I literally, (laughs) there were like six like little brackets to go on different pages. I Google translated all of them. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So I didn't even know it was Swedish. I just went to Google Translate, put it in, and it told me it looked like it was Swedish. (laughs) It could be something else. It looked like, oh, good grief. (laughs) So in the translation, the first two pages talk about finding ways to heal your animals and ways um, like almost like vibes they put off and energy they could be picking up from you and you could be uh or and you could be picking up from them so i was like oh that's nice like i didn't know there was spiritual awakening awakening for your dogs but you know they need it too i can kind of get that because like my dogs really thrive like if you're worked up then they're gonna get worked up exactly so i can kind of see that yeah yeah so it was just kind of almost talking about how to get on like an even level energy wise which you know some of it's a little like cool but also like I'm not that much of a hippie (laughs) so it's kind of like I I'm like oh nice but this is also weird as fuck (laughs) I think that just means we're like rational hippies because we think it's awesome but we're like yeah I'm not gonna do that yeah I'm not gonna like take my dog to Sweden to see like what pressure points I can, you know, push to make her love me. Oh <laughs> I don't want to buy love. Exactly. Like she just loves me. <laughs> exactly. The second half of the website is about healing the area around you with feng shui mm-hmm. and other classes like yoga. Um, and one of the tabs talked about how raw vegan eating will change your life for the better. Um, PSA, tread lightly into the raw diet. Um, People get really sick sometimes. So just make sure you do your research. Make sure it's something your body can handle. Talk to a nutritionist. Um, Don't just like eat raw stuff because some website told you in Swedish. (laughs) Look at you go, Amber, giving out some life advice here. Yeah, one kidney Karen over here just preaching to the choir you know and I I started calling myself one kidney Karen before Karen was bad (laughs) so I've never heard you call yourself that I know I stopped pretty quickly after the whole Karen phenomenon (laughs) oh goodness so one kidney and then another K name you guys write it on my Instagram I'll start calling myself that (laughs) you are not a Karen (laughs) well I know that's why I need another K name (laughs) um how about like Karina that's one of my coworkers' names, but she spells it with a C. Oh. <laughs> I love Karina, though. What about Katrina? Okay, Katrina, sorry. yes. Ooh, she's fierce. <laughs> she's got one kidney, and she might kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, she's she's that bitch for sure. <laughs> All right, so one kidney Katrina over here just giving you life advice on not jumping into a fad diet because it could hurt you or harm your internal organs. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> Cancel diet culture. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> um, the website also talks about classes and like therapy sessions, it seemed like. But here's the weird thing. I couldn't find any information about where to sign up for these classes. <laughs> so is it still an organization that's running? I don't know. Okay. That is a very good question. It has a website. And mm-hmm. it talks about how all of these ways you could spiritually help yourself. And then when you go to contact, it gives you a Swedish phone number. So one of those really weird, like, out-of-the-country numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives you 
a WordPress uh, oh. blog. So I went to that and there is literally a hi, welcome, and it says nothing else. Like it just says hi, welcome in the title and then hi, welcome in the subject. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, and there's nothing else that I could find. So I don't know if like things are hidden and you need like weird passwords. I don't know, but there was, and there wasn't even anywhere to put a password. <laughs> Wouldn't that like defeat the purpose to like grow your organization? Cult? Yes, I don't know. I was gonna say it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's giving me like Scientology meets like uh-huh. ultra gran- granola vibes. Yes, yeah. yeah. So it's like Scientology in Boulder. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> a creepy so, gobbo. Yeah. So there was an address, and I googled that. Like I went full sleuth, and oh I googled gosh. that, and I did a street view, and it looked like a warehouse. <gasps> That's even scarier. Oh my right? god! Nobody called that number. No, I mean, I don't know how to call out of country numbers and I'm not going to start trying. Um, no, no, no. And then, oh, I'm sorry. And I forgot the document didn't say hi, hello, or welcome. It said hello world and then nothing else, which seems weirder. Oh, <laughs> I don't like that. And then they had a Facebook page. So I copied that. And mm-hmm. my, my search history is going to be like flag. Just watch. But <laughs> I copied the Facebook um, page and it took me to Swedish Facebook and said, and then I had to convert translate what it said uh-huh. <laughs> and it said the page was removed Ooh. right yeah i'm getting weird vibes from these yeah. guys so that's person number one <laughs> Good goodness okay <laughs> and i have nothing else like that's it for Th- her that's it oh, oh okay. sorry, i was sorry, like sorry. i was like Amber, we're 14 minutes in <laughs> <laughs> shortest podcast ever <laughs> So that is it for her. I apologize. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, there's, it's like, it was dead end central. Like I could not find anything. I went to probably page 16 on Google oh, with great. her name searching and there was nothing other than the YouTube video. Well, she just sounds, I don't know. Sounds yeah. freaking weird. So, so that's also why I don't think it's her real name mm, because yeah. like, even if you were the leader of a cult or the leader of a new group whatever you want to be part of (laughs) Mm -hmm. you would have stuff about you because how are you getting new followers so I also think you're right I don't think it's like active anymore but I think it was like almost bunched in with the cults and then just silently went out versus the bigger cults around that were you know getting famous and getting news stories and stuff like that interesting and you said it started in the 80s yeah, the late 80s, like 86. Okay, so yeah. not not necessarily the age of the cults, but there were no. still very Maybe active. some residualness mm-hmm. around, yeah. So that's person number one, and person number two does not get less weird. Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> so there was a larger New Age movement. That helps spread eleven eleven as the number of mystical significance, um, and this one more focused on it's a time when conscience consciousness uh-huh. is especially open to the universe. So this Ooh. is saying like we're opening ourselves up to what the universe is going to give us. I kind of like that though. I feel like that's how I try to be. Yes, I like I like that too, and I also dig the spirit stuff, like yeah. bringing that, and we'll talk about like you guys will see why um, near the end. Um, so 
there was another person who was super into this mindset and it was a Israeli psychic magician and numerologist <gasps> named Yuri Geller. Oh my God. What a combination. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and he's also British. So he was Israeli, oh British, <laughs> psychic, a magician, and a numerologist. He's probably like the most fun at parties. Well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the wells are never good. <laughs> so in 2015, uh, he had a blog and Geller claimed to show how various world events from the Russian Revolution to Genghis Khan's invasion of China were all connected to 1111. What? Okay. Mm-hmm. So Yuri, like I said, is an Israeli-British illusionist, magician, TV personality, oh and gosh. self-proclaimed psychic. <laughs> Seriously, sounds like a trip. Oh my god! <laughs> like a <laughs> telenovela rolled into one. <laughs> I'm rewatching Jane the Virgin, so I'm very into the telenovela style. Oh, I've never watched that show. It is so funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When you get time and you, you never watch shows when people tell you to. So I'm not no, telling you I to don't. watch it, but <laughs> if you ever get bored, it is there. Give it a try. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll, we'll do that. So Yuri is known for his trademark television performances of spoon bending and other illusions. Ooh. Yeah. He um, uses conjuring chick- tricks to simulate the effect of um, tel- telepathy. Uh, <laughs> he uses conjuring tricks to simulate the effects of telepathy Tele- how do you say telepathy. that? telepathy telepathy <laughs> fuck, fuck. <laughs> he uses conjuring tricks to simulate the effect of telepathy <laughs> I don't know if I like the word conjuring in that sentence I don't either because it sounds like dark yeah it sounds like it has yeah. really bad undertones <laughs> Uh, Yuri's career as an entertainer actually spanned more than four decades. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. It was, you know, kind of in America, but all over Europe, he was popular. Hmm. Interesting. So he did a lot of television shows and appearances in other countries. Now, just like any group, there is probably a group within everyone. And some of the magi- magicians said that Yuri was a fraud. Oh, so, yeah. So it's kind of like the same people who are doing, you know, the magician stuff are like, nah, not this guy, though. <laughs> well, I was going to say, but isn't all magic kind of, I mean, it's all just about changing Illusion. your perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and what they thought he was a fraud about was because he was claiming he was psychic. Oh, I see. I see. So I think a lot of magicians don't like being lumped in with the psychics. You know, they're, yeah. they're two different clubs, which I could understand. Well, and I think when, like, illusion, you know, illusionists first started, mm-hmm. I think they definitely had a spiritualist vibe to them. Yes. So I can understand that. Yeah. And I think now it's almost transitioned a little bit more to, like, a sciencey, like, mm-hmm. how did they do that kind of thing. But still, like, a little bit of spiritual. But I think they've stepped away from, like, being lumped in with someone claiming they have psychic ability. Agreed. Yeah. So, a little bit about Geller. I did find more about him. <laughs> well, yeah, he's had like a forty-year yeah. forty year, uh, career. Yeah, and he likes to talk about himself a lot. <laughs> oh gosh. So, so Yuri claims that he first began experiencing what he called the eleven eleven phenomenon when he was forty years old. So this was something that he found later in life. 
Okay, so he was like an 80-year-old man performing magic tricks? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> okay, I, I would probably pay to see that. Let's be realistic. <laughs> I mean, you can Google him and watch YouTube. I actually watched a YouTube that we'll be talking about a little bit later, and it was interesting. Okay. <laughs> All right, maybe I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> so at the time, he said he was compelled to look at the clock and notice that it read 11.11 each time. So... I guess like every time he had the feeling to look at a clock, it said eleven eleven. That's which pretty is, common, right? I would assume so, and also that happens twice a day if you stay up late. I was, I mean, I feel like that happens to me. I see a lot of like synchronicities. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in in Yuri's world, you're special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Yuri. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he also later found out that many other worldwide, um, hold on, many, oh yeah, so he realized that many other people worldwide were experiencing the same feeling, mm. to have to look at the clock, and it happened to be eleven eleven when they looked. Okay. But he didn't have an explanation of why all these people around the world were feeling the same thing. Um, he did feel that it was positive, though. He didn't feel like it was a negative um, phenomenon or something negative drawing him towards that. And this is, it gets really weird from here. So I am literally going to read off the website that I found about Yuri. I'm so excited. <laughs> because it's a lot of science. Oh. <laughs> and if you know me, you know <laughs> that I stumbled into my career of eyeballs accidentally <laughs> and there was no draw. <laughs> I hated science. <laughs> I'll, I'll do my best to keep up. Oh my god. We're going to have to read it like 12 times. <laughs> Good grief. Um, so Yuri believes that 1111 links to string theory. What? I'm sure you're going to tell me what that is, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, like, this website, literally the first sentence is, for those unfamiliar with physics. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be, like, something, like, mystical. <laughs> no, it's physics. <laughs> but it's kind of mystical, I guess, in science. Okay, right. <laughs> so string theory is believed to be the theory of everything. That's easy, right? Oh my god, is this about to be like a freaking Marvel thing, like Doctor Strange? <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, but so probably. you probably have no idea. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> but probably. I know he does like weird stuff with time, yeah, right? Yeah, he does. <laughs> okay. So, it is used to describe everything in the universe from force to matter, regardless of its significance or insignificance. Okay. Geller, or Yuri, in this point, uh, makes a point to draw attention to the fact that string theory contains a number of 11s. Okay. <laughs> so, they're correlating. It's the science of everything. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> no matter how important or not. And he said 11 is in this a lot. <laughs> okay. So, the first occurrence of the number 11 in string theory is the number of parallel universes <gasps> mentioned. Ooh. There are 11 parallel universes that are crucial to, the part, to this part of string theory. Okay. The second occurrence of the number 11 is in the numbers, number of letters in Brian Greene's name. And Greene is a physicist and author of the book The Elegant Universe, Superstrings, Hidden Dimensions, and the Quest for the Ultimate Theory. Oh my god, I want to read that. 
which is devoted to explaining string theory. So it's probably going to be kind of boring, but yes. <laughs> no, I'm kind of into this. Or confusing. It's well, or maybe boring, confusing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Cause like you gotta, you gotta be able to imagine 11 different universes, universi, whatever the plural for universes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I'm down for. I can see that. Yeah. So, and that book, like I said, is devoted to explaining string theory. Uh, Yuri also pointed out that Isaac Newton and John Schwartz have 11 letters in their names, and they played a crucial part in string theory development. Okay, I was about to say, I don't know who who Schwartz is, but okay. I don't either. All right, so we know that. I don't know who John Schwartz is, but I'm sure he's very important. (laughs) In the, you know, (laughs) physics world. Yes. (laughs) So there are more things to do with 11. Okay. So the following names, words or terms, all have letters which add up to the number 11. So this is nuts. Okay. okay. The nuclear bomb, the civil war, <gasps> Joseph Stalin, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know why I laughed at that. <laughs> I don't either. George W. Bush. Oh. Wait, senior or junior? W. W. Oh, yeah, you just said W. Sorry. (laughs) That's okay. Uh, Bill Clinton. (laughs) Okay. Jimmy Carter. Colin Powell. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Adolf Hitler. John Kennedy. And the final one, Leslie, Barack Obama. I think I've actually heard of this. <laughs> it just took Barack for you to remember. Yes, because I knew that there's something like connected my, you know, husband Barack to like Clinton yes. and all these people. And I think I've heard of this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So all of them have eleven. Like if you put all these letters together, it's oh 11. my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um. Also, in twelve eleven, Genghis Khan, which has eleven letters, breached the Great Wall of China. Oh my god. Okay. And then, of course, Yuri has to talk about himself. (laughs) So Yuri Geller was born on December 20th, 1946. One plus nine (gasps) plus four plus six plus two plus zero equals 22. Eleven plus eleven equals 22. Okay, that's a bit of a stretch, Yuri. (laughs) That's what I thought. (laughs) I was like, cool, 22, bro. (laughs) I was on board until you added yourself. (laughs) Yeah. And then the Berlin Wall came down on November 11th, 1989, wow. which is also not the year, but November 11th is your anniversary. Right. It's also Veterans Day, but wow. That too. <laughs> it's so nice that Veterans Day is, you know, uh, more important than your anniversary because that's all I think of is your anniversary. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. So these are all of the numerology things that made Yuri think that 1111 was pointing out all the things in history that were happening. I can see it. And there are more. I didn't copy all of them because it would have been like three pages worth of things that correlate. Now, the interesting thing about Yuri, just personally, he went on uh, the late show with what was, is it Johnny Carson? Is he the one who was running the late show before Jay Leno? I think. Gosh, I don't know, Um, to be honest. I think it's Johnny Carson. And he went on the late show and there was a magician who was hell bent on proving that he was a fraud. Okay. <laughs> and so they wanted Yuri to do his spoon bending trick, but the studio provided the spoons. Oh. And Yuri had a meltdown. 
on live TV. What? I would pay to watch that. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to pay. You just have to get on YouTube. I'm going to watch it tonight. <laughs> oh, it was a four-minute clip. You could watch it over and over. Oh, my over. gosh. Okay. <laughs> so Yuri is mad. So he keeps saying, I have to get into the, like, the space to do it. I didn't think I was going to be performing tonight. No one told me. You said you were just going to come out here and ask me questions. Or producer said that. Not necessarily Johnny. Right, Carson, right. Talking to Yuri himself. Um, I'm so frazzled, blah, blah, blah. And he couldn't bend the spoons. He's an imposter. <laughs> I mean, yes. Like, <laughs> if you're so special, then you should be able to do it with any spoon. Yeah. Yeah. And you should be able to find a way to calm yourself down and put yourself in that mindset. Yeah. If you're so that magician and I didn't write his name down. I apologize to him. But <laughs> that magician took that as proof that Yuri was using spoons that gave away the illusion which is i think okay for a magician well yeah right it's i mean we're we're not there it's not fact like we're there to be entertained yes but because he was calling himself a psychic Mm -hmm. a bunch of magicians were like the fuck you are and they wanted to prove did you know that like houdini kind of did that too so it's it's kind of funny that you're telling me this yeah i have heard stories about houdini and yeah he that he was like on a mission to debunk people who said that they were like psychic Oh my gosh, cool? Houdini, badass! I know, yeah, cool? ooh, I you know I don't know enough about Houdini. Maybe we should do some research on him. It wouldn't be scary, obviously, to turn us more into a history page. But it still, is it'd be fun. He's really interesting. Mm, I should look into that. That'll be just a fun research right. project on the side. <laughs> but yeah, so and there was also something too. There's a movie that you can get, and I didn't write it down. I apologize to everybody. Um, but people believe that Yuri was a israeli spy like for real (laughs) yeah like i didn't watch the movie um i definitely can and give everyone a heads up because i the research i was doing was really late and i just needed to get to bed but there is belief that yuri put on this whole magician spiritual person front and because he was famous all over the world he was an international (gasps) spy wow yeah so I think I will probably have to do a deeper dive on yeah, Yuri no and just do a whole episode about sounds- him. Because, again, I was looking for 1111. <laughs> he just sounds so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So there is a lot about him. He thinks highly of himself. Apparently. And I think he lived to, like, his late 70s or early 80s. So he had a very full life of mystery. Gosh, he, he probably would... Sorry. He would probably be, like, such a character. Like, so fun to, like, eat yes. dinner with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, there are a lot of videos of him, a lot of like the TV that he did in shorts. A lot of it is in other languages, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's still like was really interesting to kind of just watch him. Um, but I also totally support <laughs> the debunking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. For, a good debunk is always good. Like, yeah. Like I personally believe in psychics and tarot mm-hmm. reading and all of that stuff. Um, and I think that there are a lot of people that can trick you. Yeah, so. I agree. So it's just one of those things you, you tread lightly and do your research before you hire a psychic. Thanks for coming to our talk. If you're into that thing. Thank you. I've done so many. Eat well. <laughs> research your psychics. And when you and someone like when you find one, I cuz I'm so down to go to a psychic. I just want to go mm-hmm. to like a real like a good one, you know. Yeah. I kind of want to go cuz they have one that stays um if you listen to our very first episode, um at the yes. Stanley, they have one. And I, 
would hope that the Stanley would hire a credible psychic. I would hope so, too. Yeah. So I think that, you know, when, I mean, we keep saying when life gets back to normal, maybe when we're a little bit more comfortable. Maybe when we're more normal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then we can go see her and just see how it is. Because I've gone to tarot card reading done once and Mm -hmm. I was like all in. I totally felt like really good about it. So I would do it again. Mm -hmm. Well, and it was it the one that we did together. Oh, so I had two then. No, because I had had one in person. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. At a Harry Potter convention. <laughs> How cool. It was really cool. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then we paid someone um, to do a tarot reading, and we're not going to talk about what we found out because <laughs> it's a mystery. <laughs> a mystery. <laughs> you guys will never know. I mean, I'm sure you unless will. Unless you talk to us. <laughs> I'm sure you will one day because I think they're cool stories to tell. But Oh, yeah. One day, if everything in both of our tarot readings comes to fruition, oh we will talk about it. Yeah. But that'll be a while. I'm manifesting that. Maybe not, yeah. though. You never know. Maybe not. We never know. But yours, I mean, it had a lifespan of, what, 2022? 20, yes. Right? Because it was a year that you, she, you had to fulfill all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, twenty maybe in early 2023, we'll talk about it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, I figured we should talk about our connection to 11-11. Yes. Before we go on, though, I'm totally yes. for the string theory. I'm, I'm like, really dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's really interesting. And I, I know my last science class was biology sophomore year um, of high yeah, school. Yeah, I don't even, yeah. I, I don't know how I found a way to avoid science for pretty much the rest of my life, minus working at an eye doctor now. <laughs> uh, minus my so job. I guess I'm not, yeah, so I guess I'm not avoiding it for 40 hours a week, but yeah, so string theory was not something I ever learned about. I mean, Me if, it, if, if that was a class available in high school, I probably would have been more into science, uh, but... Yeah. <laughs> Instead, I just learned about rocks and biology and was and over like it. cutting a frog. And I was like, you know, it's oh a no God. from me. <laughs> that was my least favorite. I can like, <laughs> still smell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All the people who are like, you know, very advanced and, you know, all that. Like I have coworkers who have done like anatomy and talk about like cutting open people's bodies. And I'm like, mm. pass. <laughs> yeah, couldn't do the frog. So, <laughs> okay. Sorry. But yes. No, it's okay. String theory is really cool. I think it's a cool way to look at it. Um, it I mean, if if it all lines up that way, like, it's it's pretty nifty. <laughs> <laughs> nifty. Yeah, I just like yeah. that idea of, like, we're all on, you know, one path and one thing can change it. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm totally here for that. Yeah, yeah. And any universe can be reality yes. depending on your choices. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, soup's cool. Look into string theory. Soup's cool. <laughs> <laughs> get that science degree thank us in your graduation speech you know all that because <laughs> i don't want to go back to school so oh, it's yeah. not going to be hell no <laughs> hell no <laughs> all right so our connection yes. to eleven eleven. so leslie you go first because your anniversary like you said is at eleven eleven. what else do you feel when you notice those ones just come across the clock like i said i see a lot of um synchronicity so and i know it's i always feel like it's one of my angels just saying sup and i and i know i have a few i've been told i have multiple so i just have always felt like it's a good time for me to feel calm and like really centered and you know happy so that's i love it Mm -hmm. yes 
Okay, so mine's a little weird, and um, we love a good weird story. <laughs> and if your family and I've never talked about this to you before, like welcome, you're in like the inner circle. Like only a handful of people are know this because it's it's a trip. Welcome. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like Leslie, my husband, and my parents. <laughs> welcome in. Um, so, uh, mine gets a little like deep, and but it's still fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I was born on July twenty third at eleven eleven a.m. Um, my dad told me when I was growing up that he used to stay up at night until 11, 11, because he liked seeing all the ones go across the clock. Oh. So when I was born and it wasn't one of those, I asked my mom, I was like, did you like round down? <laughs> it was, <laughs> I realize now I was younger than I realize now doctors can't like literally do that. It's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> you can't lie on that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I was literally born at 11 11 um, and it tripped my dad out am okay so not as spooky but still um and it tripped my dad out because he remembered like this long lost memory of being a child and staying <gasps> up until 11 11 and he hadn't thought about it in a long time i just got goosebumps right that's so nice so we continue on and 11 11 is mine and my dad's thing so if you know me you know i have you know a handful of tattoos i i think i've lost count (laughs) whenever people ask yeah (laughs) yeah you know a little sprinkling (laughs) uh that's one of my least favorite questions if you ever come talk to me and ask me how many tattoos i have because i can never remember (laughs) how many tattoos do you have um i round up i think and tell people about 15 (laughs) yeah so we're in the double digits for sure (laughs) but one my first tattoo was something I got matching with my dad and I got a pumpkin with 1111 um, because my dad calls me pumpkin and I was born at 1111 um, his also uh, he has one as well and it's a pumpkin with 1111 and then he has Amber Sue which is my first and middle name please don't stalk me um, <laughs> <laughs> written underneath um, so yeah so we kind of it was just me and my dad's thing for a long time and then um unfortunately my grandmother uh my dad's mom passed away um and anyone who knows me from back then knows that she was one of my best friends Mm -hmm. um and she passed away on april 11th 2011 yeah that's crazy so since she's passed and she is my number one angel I know completely Mm -hmm. Um, when I am having a good day a bad day I always just ask for a sign um, that she's with me and I have seen 1111 at least once a day since she's died in April of 2011 it's not always on a clock. It, when it is on a clock, I feel super special <laughs> <laughs> because that's kind of hard. I, I mean, I, I, for people who say they have a feeling to look at the clock at 11, 11, like nice, because nice. for me, <laughs> I miss it. It's always like 11, 10 uh, or 11, 13. Oh. Yeah. Like it's never 11, 11, uh-huh. but at my job, um, I take eye pressures. Um, and a lot of the time patients pressures will be 11, oh. 11. Um, just really random stuff. I will be playing a song um, or a podcast in my car and it'll pause or I'll get a call and it'll pause at 11, 11. Oh. Um, 
So it's almost like, to me, it's like more yeah. spiritual because it's not just popping up on the clock. Right. <laughs> it's like weird stuff. And like my husband is, you know, he's, he's religious and all of that stuff, but he's not an overly spiritual mythical type of person Mm -hmm. like I kind of round that out in our relationship and I've started pointing out to him when I see 11 11 and he's even admitted it's a lot that's so cool (laughs) yeah um, my my car does this thing where it'll it'll like tell me like how many like songs if I'm playing them on my phone like it'll and I'm connected to my car Mm -hmm. it'll say out of whatever and sometimes on podcasts, it'll say 11 out of 11, wow. even though they have more than 11 podcasts. That's so cool. Yeah. So people in my life also have 11, 11 tied to them. You mm-hmm. specifically with your anniversary. Um, they're, you know, just a lot of stuff. And there, there's more, obviously. And I just didn't write it all down. Right. I can't remember. But I have seen... I wholeheartedly know I have seen 1111 every day since my grandma passed away. That's so sweet. So, and your, yeah, your grandma so, was such a fun woman. I mean, I'm so was. blessed that I got the opportunity to mm-hmm. know her. And mm-hmm. that just makes me so, that makes me so yeah. like happy. And it just makes my heart mm-hmm. smile. Yeah. So definitely, um, you are, you're very right. She was very fun. Yes, very fun. She really was. Irish woman from New York mm-hmm. who just had all the attitude in <laughs> the best kind of way. Yes, I agree. Um, but she would wholeheartedly be doing this for the fun of it. Oh, I, I can totally <laughs> see that too. She's just doing this to trip me out. Like I, It's become <laughs> a competition where I'm like... <laughs> all right, we've been going on like 10 years. Like, come on, <laughs> how long are you going to do it? When are you going to get bored? Oh, never, never. <laughs> Obviously never. And something new has progressed too. So I had a cousin a couple of years ago pass away. Um, his name was Dustin and he lived in California. Um, I have been looking more into how to communicate with your spirit guides or your angels. Um, and he introduced me to the band Nirvana. Mm-hmm. So he was a little bit older than me and he would show me all the fun music when we, he was in town or when we would, you know, talk to each mm-hmm. other. And he loved Nirvana, loved Kurt Cobain. Good choice. So for about two and a half weeks, I heard, what is it? Smells like teen spirit. <gasps> yes. Every day. Ooh, that's every day. I would go back to my the tech office at my job where all the techs would hang out mm-hmm. and it would play. I would hear it, you know, and I only have like a handful of the popular Nirvana songs. I'm not as deep <laughs> as some people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the hits. Right, right. <laughs> um, and I would have Nirvana come on almost every time in my hour drive home from work. Wow. And what tripped me out is one day Nirvana a Nirvana song came on and it was 1111. Oh my gosh. When it came on. They teamed up on you. They did. And I almost crashed my fucking car. <laughs> They're like, wouldn't it be funny if. <laughs> if we really freaked her out right now. Wow. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely something that's special to me. Yeah. Um, something that I feel like is unique. Um, of course, everyone has the 1111 make a wish thing. Of but course. mine like. 
I don't know. It just goes a little deeper. Yeah, yours definitely does go deeper. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like pulling a Yuri Geller where I'm like adding shit together and dividing by two. You're like, like... my birthday actually is <laughs> yeah. like the pie sum of eleven. Yeah. So exactly. <laughs> In 1900, my birthday was actually eleven eleven, <laughs> not July 23rd. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, so that is the fun rabbit hole of who started Make-A-Wish 1111. We still don't know. (laughs) That's okay. But, yeah, but we have new theories. Um, Honestly, Yuri's theory is way better than the California girl. I agree. Uh, I can't remember. Solara? (laughs) Solana? Yeah, something like that. (laughs) I did the research and I don't remember. I'm totally (laughs) team Yuri. Yeah. So, Team Yuri, and you were right, it was Solara. Uh, oh my gosh. Look at that memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Solara definitely um, has an idea, but not as fun um, or easily researched. <laughs> also, I feel like she has like culty intentions. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Yuri, we're just trusting the maybe international spy. <laughs> it's so fun, though. <laughs> yeah who was Israeli and British, so who knows who he was spying for. <laughs> oh my gosh, and that's the T. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that's our episode on 1111, oh friends. Amber, I loved that. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. And now I feel like I'm very exposed. <laughs> yeah, I bet, I'm sure. But it was like, it truly was so much fun to listen to you talk about it. And I just mm-hmm. thank you for doing that. That like totally made my week. Well, thank you. Yeah, so I like to also pretend that I'm kind of witchy for that. So that's my one witchy thing. (laughs) I will say when you were talking about this, so some people know I just bought a Forerunner, which is like Mm -hmm. my dream. I've always wanted a Forerunner. And I was really, I can talk myself out of pretty much anything. And I was like, I just don't know. It's used. You know, I just don't know if this is the right Mm -hmm. choice. And we get back to the dealership after we drove it and the mileage was 11.11 and I was like I was like grandma Kathy was with you telling you to get that whip and I was like okay we have to get it like (laughs) the decision has been made so yes well and I love that you also have a connection to that because it just means like it's almost like your angels and my angels they're just like really making us both like aware well and like I mean, Amber, we've talked about this. You and I are, I truly think that you're like my soulmate. Like our souls have traveled Mm -hmm. together. We are just, we have too many similarities. Too many things Mm -hmm. happen in our lives that, yeah, like there's no doubt. So I'm, I'm, it's not even a surprise at all. Mm -mm. (laughs) No. Well, and I know we haven't talked about this, so we can cut it, but are you cool with just explaining our similarities since we're talking about Mm -hmm. spiritual bonds? Oh, sure. I don't care. Okay. So, for anyone who doesn't know, um, Leslie uh, was in need of a kidney, Mm -hmm. and I gave her one of mine. Um, Leslie and I were born a day apart at the same hospital, Mm -hmm. so it was literally like I was growing this kidney for her. Her kidney will always be a day older than her. (laughs) The goosebumps. (laughs) So, we are tethered together really intensely, because we met when we were actually probably 11 <laughs> oh my god we probably were amber that's that's crazy yeah we met when we were in middle school and i i mean if we weren't 11 we were going to be 11 because wow. we met 
We went in what, seventh grade? Or was it sixth? Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Robbie, Robbie was standing outside. Oh. Just, oh, I literally just had a fucking heart attack. Oh, I oh my you got God. excited about oh. what we were talking about. <laughs> I literally thought that someone, I thought I was going to die. I My life just flashed before my eyes. Was he staring at you or just standing in your front yard? No, he's standing in the front yard taking our girls out, but like, oh, oh. my God. <laughs> you just saw this giant ginger. No, I just saw ginger. this like face because I have, we have a Christmas tree right in front of the window. Oh my God. Oh. I, oh, I just need a second. Are you okay? I, yeah, you're I literally okay. just had a heart attack. I thought I was about to I die. thought you were just really stoked that I thought about us maybe being 11 when we I mean, that, that is absolutely... I just went through, like, a whirlwind of emotions. I really wish my camera would have been on because that was probably fucking hilarious. That would probably would have scared the shit out of me. Whenever you react, I get really scared. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad it was just my husband and not someone to kill me. Okay. Sorry. God, imagine if that happened when we were talking about something scary. Oh my god! Oh. I know. Good thing I would see again. The eleven eleven guys oh are like gosh. they need to talk about something light this night. Holy shit! Okay. Anyway, back to the important thing. That's crazy. I, if we really were eleven, that's absolutely insane. And and like for me, I tell people, Amber, you always you you have come into my life when I've like needed you the most. Like when I was born, I I needed you know you were there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when we first became friends, was because. All of my old friends were like, you're weird. We don't want to, we don't like you anymore. And I was alone and I was like, Mm -hmm. I mean, really, really feeling a lot of emotions. Well, and it was so random because we, you literally, I was having people over for Mm -hmm. Halloween. I remember. And we had a mutual friend. Mm -hmm. I had never met you before. And she asked if you could come over. And I remember calling my mom on my little silver flip phone (laughs) (laughs) with the little charms that you could buy that dangled from the antenna. The best, the only kind. (laughs) Yeah. And asked, and I literally said, can Leslie come over? And my mom said, who? And I said, I don't know. And I I talked to this mutual friend and then I got your name, you know, your main Mm -hmm. name. And I said that to her and she found your mom's number somehow to make sure it was okay Ooh, and talk to her cute. and then you came over for Halloween yes. and like inseparable and there it is, right? <laughs> yeah I know. so but you're right we have we and both we both have needed each mm-hmm. other you know I I mean I needed you through awkward middle school years um of course you know I also kind of went through a phase of having people I was like anyone Mm -hmm. does in any change of school I was close with people we started to drift I met new people and you were one of my new people and then you went to a different high school Mm -hmm. for our freshman year and both of us were miserable this is so stupid why did we make this choice (laughs) yeah like both of us were just so bummed Mm -hmm. out but we still made sure to talk and spend time with each other and see each other and it's not 11 but I remember you got me a box of stuff for my birthday and you wrote in a note to tell me that you were coming to the high school that I went to because you didn't like the high school you went to your first year. I did. Sorry, birthday. I don't remember this. Yeah, you got me like a, a fun little like box and you, oh wait, no, you didn't put the dollar in this one. You wrote me a note though and you gave me like a notebook because you, because it was like halfway through our freshman year and you didn't want 
me to forget anything so you had me write notes oh. about my time in school so you could catch up and be in school with me again so i wrote about the school and the people and all that so that you you know knew about it <laughs> oh my god the feelings i don't remember that yeah but that doesn't mean that it wasn't important you know no when i was ill yeah. you know I, I went a little yeah. under so i i struggle remembering things i just wanted yes. to make sure nope. people knew that yeah. That. that is also something I am Leslie's memory. Yes, no, I'm kidding. That's so. Oh my god. Yeah, Amber, we're the best. And then <laughs> you got me another shadow box, but this one was in high school, and this is the one I was thinking of. You, when you had like just a bunch of random things, mm-hmm. and I still have the box, and I still have the dollar. But remember when we used to write boner on well, all duh. the ones? Mm-hmm. That had a one on it. It's not an eleven, but I'm call- I'm pulling a Yuri, and there was a one uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. in there. So you know same kind of oh stuff oh my gosh <laughs> we're the so, best but yeah we've all, we are we're uh, adorable like our story is just <laughs> unmatched but you're right we have come into each other's lives mm-hmm. when we've needed it the most you know yeah. we we went to the same high uh, college for a little bit mm-hmm. you know people drift people change but we found our way back to each other and now we make this podcast and hang out at each other's houses and don't talk to people which is perfect <laughs> it's basically like high school but now we're adults <laughs> yeah and it's just the two of us and we are not trying to you know make others happy like we tried in high school right I, well when you were talking about like when we needed each other the most can you imagine high school without each other oh my god no, no. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We like seriously, if I remember correctly, we got in like two fights in high school. Like they if were that, so I know. Yeah, like minimal. And it was like bickerments more than that. Like more than fights. We were like essentially sisters. We like basically yeah. lived with we talked to each other all the you know what I mean? All the time. Mm-hmm. Saw each other all the time. Mm-hmm. So and that's just what sisters do. Yeah. And we alternated houses. Oh. One weekend it was my house, one weekend it was yours. Yeah. Amber, you're the best. So, I just love you. You're the best. Oh my god. <laughs> Listen to us be mush balls. Also, we're both really bad at that. We are so bad at this. <laughs> so this is like as raw as we're probably gonna get. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, we'll cry and talk to each other more than we will about you. <laughs> or around the the explorers. Uh, Sorry yeah. guys. You're Sorry, this is you're it. gonna always be kept at arm's length. <laughs> yeah, now now back to the bad bitch, you know. We're not emotional. Yeah. <laughs> we're not emotional at all. <laughs> but yeah, so that is the eleven eleven phenomenon. And more importantly, that is how eleven eleven ties Leslie and I together. Oh, oh my gosh, snaps for Amber. Everybody everybody stop what you're doing and give a snap because that was so good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I loved that. Thank you so much. Yes, of course. All right. Now Leslie, do you have a clue? for next week or two weeks from now so amber did i forget to tell you about the couch the couch the couch the couch you did forget to tell me about the couch what about the couch (laughs) well you'll find out in two weeks (gasps) what (laughs) is it like the blues clues couch like are we gonna get clues and steve i wish i love steve i love that he's back me too me too i follow him on tiktok me too (laughs) i know it's just like you know the millennials are the nostalgia age because everything moved so quickly Uh, yeah because everything sucks like in our lifetime we have experienced war and terrorist attacks and like yes all this coronavirus like yeah yeah it sucks (laughs) 
Yeah, the millennials are tired. Girl, we are so tired. We're a tired. We're a tired group. Tired and, and um, unstable. Yeah. So, well, friends, that's another episode. Thanks for sticking with us while we kind of enjoy the holidays and just put these out whenever we feel like it. Well, hopefully, when you listen to them, it brings you know a little bit of cheer. Yeah, because it is the holiday season. <laughs> I'm not going to sing, but that was perfect. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) All right, friends. Well, you enjoy your evenings, and we'll talk to you later. Bye.